0: This podcast is dedicated for Rufur Shalema, a perfect healing for Virginia Veracruz, the daughter of Mary Salas, and also in loving memory of Fager, Batchmuel and Rivka, and for Eloi Nishmata, the elevation of her soul. In these weeks, we are learning about the giving of the Torah on Mount Sinai in our weekly Torah reading. All the root souls of the children of Israel were there. This moment of being in God's presence, of hearing his voice, indelibly changed us, both as individuals and as a people. What was this experience like? What did we, who were there, feel? How did we experience God's voice? The Torah tells us the facts, And indeed they are dramatic. It came to pass on the third day when it was morning that there were voices and lightning flashes and a thick cloud was upon the mountain and a very powerful blast of the shofar and the entire nation that was in the camp shuddered. Moses brought the people out toward God from the camp and they stood at the bottom of the mountain. And the entire Mount Sinai smoked because the Lord had descended upon it in fire, and its smoke ascended like the smoke of the furnace, and the entire mountain quaked violently. The sound of the shofar grew increasingly stronger. Moses would speak, and God would answer him with a voice. And then we have the actual words of God. According to the tradition, It is only the first two commandments that were spoken by God himself. Moses relayed the others to the people. The first commandment is, I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. The second commandment is, You shall not have the gods of others in my presence. You shall not make for yourself a graven image or any likeness which is in the heavens above or which is on the earth below or which is in the water beneath the earth. You shall neither prostrate yourself before them nor worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who visits the iniquity of the fathers upon the sons upon the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me but I perform loving kindness to thousands of generations, to those who love me and to those who keep my commandments. When the Ten Commandments had been spoken, the Torah records, and all the people saw the voices and the torches, the sound of the shofar and the smoking mountain, and the people saw and trembled, so they stood from afar. Now, If we want to really get inside this description, to know what it felt like, what we experienced at that moment of receiving the Torah on Mount Sinai, we need to go to the innermost aspect of the Torah, the Kabbalah. This is what the Zohar, the central text of the Kabbalah, has to say. The scripture says, And all the people saw the voices. Surely it should have said, that the people heard the voices. But we've learnt that these voices were engraved in the darkness, in the cloud and in the fog, and appeared with them. They appeared in form just like an actual body appears. And the people saw what they saw, and they heard what they heard from within the darkness the thick fog and the cloud. And it was from this vision that they saw that they were illuminated with the highest illumination and they knew what no other generation following them knew. These words of the Holy Zohar tell us that the people had an experience, a clear revelation of the light of God, which they felt with all their being. The darkness from which the voices emerged implies the presence of more light than the people had the vessels for. For in the language of the Zohar, too much light is experienced as darkness. At that moment, the people received the great light that God wants to give us according to his purpose of creation, the light of Chokhmah. And so this is the meaning of the words the people saw. They received a direct revelation of the light of God. The Zohar continues. The words all the people saw refers to the fact that God spoke to them face to face. As Moses recounting this experience in Deuteronomy says, face to face God spoke with you on the mountain from within the fire. Or what were they seeing? Rabbi Yossi teaches, they saw the illumination of these voices, for every sound they heard was illuminated with light. And when they looked in it, they saw that which is normally hidden and concealed. They saw all the generations which will come forth until Mashiach, the Messiah. And this is why the scripture says, and all the people saw the voices, It was indeed an actual seeing. Rabbi Elazar compares the experience of the children of Israel to that of the experience of Isaiah the prophet when he first experienced God, as described in Isaiah chapter 6. These are his words. In the year of the death of King Uzziah, I saw God sitting on an uplifted and exalted throne. The Hebrew words... For I saw God, are vaere at Hashem. Vaere means an I saw. Hashem means God. So we see that the phrase here has an extra word, the word et. This word is not a word that has an equivalent in English. It's used in Hebrew in a linguistic sense to denote the object of the sentence. But in the Kabbalah, it has a specific meaning. The Kabbalah teaches that the word et refers to the malchut, which is also known as the Shekhinah. And from this, Rabbi Elazar concludes that Isaiah saw not only God, but also the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah is the indwelling presence of God within us. Now, if we look closely at the text that we're looking at here, and all the people saw the voices. We find it also has within it the word et. Et hakolot. From this, we learn that the people experienced the light of God together with the experience of the Shekhinah. They experienced their collective soul, the, the unified indwelling God within all of us together with the experience of God. And when we think about it, it's probable the experience of one is not possible without the experience of the other. They had a giloy neshama, the revelation of the soul. What sound did they hear? The Torah tells us that the sound they heard was the sound of the shofar, the shofar is Bina, and the sound coming from it is the sefirah ze'eran pin. The commandment, I am the Lord your God, is the sefirah bina. You shall have no other God beside me, is ze'eran pin. Rabbi bar Yochai said, Hamakom, which is one of the names of God, meaning the place, was the shofar itself, the Sfirah of Bina, the sound of compassion. And it is this which is the origin of the voice that the people saw. It is the origin of the voice, and it is by this voice that we live. As the Torah teaches us in Devorim, Deuteronomy, every commandment that I command you this day you shall keep to do, that you may live and multiply, and come and possess the land that the Lord swore to your forefathers. And you shall remember the entire way on which the Lord your God led you these forty years in the desert, in order to afflict you, to test you, to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he afflicted you, and let you go hungry, and then fed you with manna, which you did not know, neither did your forefathers know so that he would make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but he lives by whatever issues from the mouth of the Lord. This is the voice of the shofar, which is greater than all other voices. The Torah tells us that the voice of the shofar was very strong indeed. It does not say this about the other voices. It is on the voice of the shofar that everything depends. And this is why it is called the great voice, as Moses said in Deuteronomy, when he is recounting their experience, these are the words that God spoke to your congregation on the mountain, from out of the fire, the cloud, and the fog, a great voice to which he did not add. How did the people receive the commandments? The Psalms say God spoke one, I heard two. That is to say, that God said both commandments simultaneously. He said, I am the Lord your God, and you shall not have any other gods beside me as one, and the people heard them as two separate commandments. I am the Lord your God is the Sfirah of Bina and you shall not have other gods beside me, is the spherah of Ze'ampin. This voice is also called the still small voice, the still small voice of Elijah in the cave. And God said, Go out and stand in the mountain before the Lord. Behold, the Lord passes, and a great strong wind was splitting the mountains and shattering boulders before the Lord but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind came an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. Rabbi Shimon B'ayohai said, The still, small voice is the light of illumination. It is pure and subtle. It purifies and illuminates for everyone. What does this stillness imply? Rabbi Shimon said that in the presence of this voice, a person is still. He closes his mouth from awesomeness and reverence. The stillness is a silence which is not heard externally. The quality of the revelation that the children of Israel had on Mount Sinai at the giving of the Torah was of the clearest possible quality. Rabbi Yossi teaches in the name of Rabbi Yehuda that Israel saw the light of God more clearly even than Ezekiel did with the vision of the chariot. All were united with the highest, most precious wisdom, God spoke to Israel face to face, whereas to Ezekiel He spoke in image and symbol. Ezekiel saw like someone looking through many barriers, like a person looking over a wall. But what Israel saw, no other prophet saw. They saw through the aspaklaria hamaira, through the clearest mirror. It is this clear light, this clear experience that we will one day again experience at the time of Mashiach, at the time of redemption, when the Torah will be fulfilled and the ways of God will be established on earth. As the prophet Isaiah says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger of good tidings, the one who announces peace, the harbinger of good tidings, who announces salvation, the one who says to Zion, your God reigns. Hark, O oh watchmen. They lift up their voice. Together do they sing. For they shall see eye to eye the Lord returning to Zion. Break forth into joy. Sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. May we all merit to experience this great light speedily and in our day. Amen. This audio recording is brought to you from Nahorah School, established by Yadida Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Yehudelev Ashlag. Studies with Yadida Cohen are available through the Nahorah School online. Details at www.nahorahschool.com or www.nahorahpress.com.